This is Hanging Heavy. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hanging Heavy. As always, I'm your boy, Desecrator, and today... We got a familiar person, uh, the third co-host of this fucking show. It's official. It's done, son. Talking about my boy Garbage Fire. Yo, what's up? And uh, for those of you that have been sticking with us for the long haul, you might remember this intro music. Haven't heard it in quite a while. Ah, man, I love hearing that thing. (laughs) And for those of you new around here, that music is the only cue for my <laughs> from my from my colleague from the Great White North. Nobody or shit, none other than the the White Carlton. Let me get my uh, delivery on point. I am delivered. <laughs> Pretty sure you just called me a nobody. God damn. Uh, I know it's surprise, been a while, motherfucker. Man, uh, oh. Uh, bringing all the technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know what's going on with my setup. I may have to buy a new mic. So, if there's random cuts or just random noise, uh, I suck ass. But before we get any further, we have a tradition around here at the top of the show. We like to drink when we record this, so we have a tradition where we take a shot, chug a beer, take a big swig of whatever we're drinking. If you're not drinking, uh, just fucking take a swig of the water or the coffee or the cum or whatever that you're drinking. You boys ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, three, two, one. Ooh. Forgot that one's got a, a bit of a kick after. Focus. <clears throat> uh, so today I'm drinking something new. And it's uh it's from a brand that's uh, tried and tested around these parts and the brand of the liquor that I'm drinking, it's a flavored whiskey from Rich and Rare. And it's ple- it's peach flavored. Okay. Okay. It's not bad. I thought it was gonna be complete garbage. So describe it to us. Oh, you see, first off the off the nose, you get a rich bouquet of artificial peach flavor number twenty seven. Uh, but looking at the color, you can see a caramel number four with a, a little bit of cyan. Shut the fuck up. Uh, have you ever seen those videos or read reviews of liquors, Carlton? No, I mean, it's like any kind of... Uh, it's anything. Tasting, man. It's, yeah. I, I don't know. They got They got their snobbery going on. That's like anyone with any kind of expertise in anything, right? You have to say all the words that people won't understand yeah, to make yeah, it you sound, gotta sound smart. You gotta sound smart. Totally. It's a, yeah, it's an ego thing. I don't know. It's the whole technically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> like, I, I get trying to really <clears throat> dive into those really minuscule details. That's that's part of the gig. That's what they're doing. I but uh, to the people on the outside who just... You know, this tastes good. This tastes bad. It, uh, yeah, yeah. means nothing to me. So, yeah. What are you drinking, garbage? What are you on? Damn, Desi. Dropping the mic. Uh, don't mind me. Don't mind me. Dude, 
Uh, you know what? G give me a fucking technical difficulties, Rich and Rick. And we're back, and I fucking did nothing. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it. Uh, I may need a new microphone and uh, some cables. I don't know, Dad. Uh, but yeah, um, moving on, boys. Uh... There's something that uh, me and Carlton have been putting a lot of hours in. Him more. Th well, let's let's not talk about how many hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to look that number up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad. But saying that, let's talk about some video games. So yeah, um, the one video game that's the hot shit right now, that everyone's loving or raging, uh, is Elden Ring. Now, Garbage has a lot of questions about it, and uh, <laughs> when I play these kind of games, I don't play for the story, I don't give a Fuck if there's a story. I'm just here to fuck shit up. <laughs> and uh that's just the way I like to play. Don't mind me, I'm a dumb American and uh I'm proud of that. I got you good you fucker. But yeah, um fucking our boy DY Carlton is my resident. From software games expert. Expert, I'm still pretty uh, pretty new to the series. <laughs> you're but still uh, what? What is uh? I'm still dipping my toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're still what they would consider amateur in in the world of. I'm. Uh, yeah, I mean my my cherry's gone, but I ain't that wide yet. You I know? mean, technically, my cherry's gone too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, uh, no, I, I've I, got, I just um, I just had a little more dignity with uh, deflowering. Maybe like <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh man, yeah, my uh, I've had a buddy who I, I used to game with back in high school a lot. We're good friends. He's been trying to sell me on these games for ages now, and uh, uh, we used to play a lot of shooters together. Like he was an Xbox kid too, so. We played a lot of Halo, a lot of Left 4 Dead 2, a lot of, uh, uh, fuck, what was the other one? Uh, Gears of War. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he started playing this, and I think he played, I think he started with Dark Souls 3, and I gave it a whirl, and I didn't make it past the first boss like the vast majority of people do the first time they try playing. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I think still to this day on xbox there's like uh over 30 percent of players that don't have the achievement unlocked for the first boss that you come up to literally within the first 10 minutes of the game in dark souls 3 and uh put the game down i was like fuck this this is ridiculous <laughs> and i wasn't huge on third person games at this point anyways like i very much have always been a first person shooter kind of guy and it wasn't until really recently that I decided to give uh, Dark Souls a go. And um, I played the remaster for PC. Uh, looks fantastic. Like, they're older games. And, I mean, they, the studio has always said, like, graphics aren't one of the things they really put effort into. Artistic style, yes, but the actual like graphical fidelity has never been high on their bucket list, right? Like they want, they have stuff that they want to achieve with the games, um, and they're not wasting time, basically, yeah. like making it look nice. They're not trying uh, to make so, everything fucking fully rendered and shit. It totally. So to play a remastered version was really sick. Like I don't know if it was through them or if it was another studio that took it up. Like I know. Uh, PlayStation 5 has the Demon Souls remaster that was done from another studio. And actually, odd point on that, I'm like really going all over the place with this. But um, uh, oh, what's the dude's name? 
I'm going to butcher it, but the Miyazaki, like the the head guy from From Software, right? The creator of these games. Uh, with Demon Souls, with the remake that came out for PS5, Elden Ring was in the works, right? As Demon Souls released. And Demon Souls, the remaster, released to pretty high acclaim. And one of the things people were talking about were the graphic fidelity. Like, it was such a beautiful remaster. And he actually was making uh, statements in some of these... Um, Japanese interviews he was doing uh, where he was expressing concern because the remaster looked so good and with his new game coming out he was like basically <laughs> he was, like he was Fuck. worried yeah. <laughs> like this looks better than Elden Ring does um, this looks and better than my new game that I haven't even put out yet y- yeah totally so it, apparently he was quite stressed out about it and um, was really concerned uh, that people were going to be making those comparisons once the game came out right um, but it, it looks like I'm playing on PS4 Pro and like it looks pretty good for what it is but it, it's the art is fantastic like the level of detail that they have in the castles, in the churches, in these different regions or the characters and yada yada. Like they, they've always really done the architecture well. And I don't know, it's a really breathtaking looking game. The graphic fidelity isn't quite there. And I'm sure on PC, uh, like if the, the modding community gets behind it, right? I mean, look at Skyrim. It's got fucking like 8K <laughs> mods nowadays. You can put like 120 visual mods on to make it look outstanding. And that's a really I think uh, game at this point. Speaking so, of that, I think... I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like that. I, th- I think I saw some somebody rendered Skyrim in the new Unreal Engine. And that shit looks fucking bananas. I bet, man. That would... to When we get to the point where VR is, like, really, really done well and immersive and can handle, like, this, like, 8K full-on kind of shit, dude, I would go back to Skyrim in a heartbeat to play in VR and, like, the new Unreal Engine yeah. all 8 would out. Like, that was, a, that was a fantastic game, man. And... Yeah, there was there was something about it. It's so crazy to see how big that modding community still is too. Like that game will never die. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fuck, big big detour. I don't know where I was supposed to be going with this. Um, Elden Ring. Yeah, what about it, how dude? It I'm 95 hours in. <gasps> I thought you didn't want to bring it up. Oh, man. So I did the calculation earlier. earlier. Um, since its release date, uh, it's been, I hold think, on. like... Hold on, hold on. I have a fucking cargo plane going over my studio right now. <laughs> okay, I think we're good. Okay, so since release date, um, I believe it's been like 380-something or 390-something hours, right? And uh, I've got 95 hours in, dude. Almost I've 100. Almost, almost a quarter of my time since Elden Ring has been released has been playing that video game. That's like going to work full time, too. It's <laughs> fucked. Man. I'm going to bed at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning every night, waking up like, oh, what am I doing? And then getting super chooch the next night going, fuck yeah. Yeah, like me, I'm playing on... I think a second gen PS4, not even the Pro. So I'm playing a pretty old model anyway. And aside from sounding like Poppy's PS4, uh, he has an OG first run. Um, every time he plays anything, it sounds like he's at fucking JFK ready to take off on a personal jet. Oh yeah, Jets, Jets, and his, his shit is always fucking reaching Mach two, Mach three. and uh, Elden Ring is the only game that in the entire time that I'm playing my PlayStation sounds like that right it's become so noticeable that it's the only time I've ever noticed that it's constantly fucking jet set radio it's still running smooth for you though is it not? yeah 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 it's running pretty damn well Nice. And see, you know what you know what really boggles me? Or not boggles me, but like impresses me, is uh there was no day one patch. Yeah, they still haven't updated it yet. Yeah. 
That's wild, man. For a fucking new gen release, like <laughs> I know the PC is a different issue. They've had some apparently performance, performance issues, PC, issues for yeah. consoles. Yeah, but these are yeah, and that's the nitpickers, right? That's the uh, the I don't know the people who are talking about hints of this and that when they're tasting food. Like it's um <laughs> yeah yeah that, for that, us console plebs, it, it's working pretty damn good, and uh, they definitely avoided the cyberpunk debacle. You know, oh, for sure. And I mean, releasing something post cyberpunk, it's like a whole new era. It's like the post cyberpunk era of releases. It, uh, dude, they fucking nailed it. A game this big on, uh, and to have that many people playing oh, um, on yeah, servers. Like, I don't know what the consoles the were. Concurrent but... players on Steam, I think it was like under a million, but it's already been out for three weeks. It's taken, uh, so on its first weekend, I think it got placed into seventh. It was immediately behind Amazon's, um, what are they called, New World? Yeah. And the following weekend uh, topped it. I I think it's now sitting at number six or number five. Okay. So uh, when it launched, it has seen over 950,000 concurrent players. Damn. It's the sixth biggest game ever. Sixth. There you go. In in terms of concurrent players. That's wild. So this metric is only tracked on Steam. This is not including consoles. Yeah. And you know what's really interesting, too, is I think their highest one previous to that was Dark Souls 3. And it was at like 130,000 or 136 or something like that. No, we were close to this. they, They almost... They like nine times the amount of concurrent players yeah, they, with they, this release. Like they fucking, they're blowing up, man. It's a big deal. It's a big game. Yeah, and they, I'm really they, excited to see the success that it's bringing them. Like it's well deserved. Yeah, they deserve it. I, I've never played any of From Software's games before. I've been aware of them. They've been in my periphery of knowledge, but like, I, I'm not gonna play a game. That is ridiculously hard for fun. That doesn't sound like fun, right? I play games to have fun. Totally. But, I mean, and- I, I respect the the badge of honor people have when they beat games that are retarded hard. Yeah. <clears throat> and from my experience and from what you've told me, like, this game is cake compared to the other games. Well, I wouldn't say cake. It just there's more means to make it easier if you want to. And so I think Elden Ring is really for like first timers. It is the perfect game to come into as well. Like one of the uh, so there are some complaints about the game. And one of the complaints that are popping up are from veterans who have played every game like multiple times because they're seeing the similarities like basically this is the the opus magnum this is like the you know the grand finale for them It, it it is a uh They've taken bits and pieces of what they've done previously. Everything has been a stepping stone. Everything yeah, has yeah. been a trial of mechanics, of ideas, of this and that. And now it's all come together with a couple fresh ideas, like with the horse and shit like that, put into one game, right? And so you guys are really getting this like polished, finished product. Um, but for people who have played everything, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, uh, most of the um, uh, the uh, mechanics are from Dark Souls Three, like yeah, the yeah. weapon, you know, mechanics and shit like that. Like they reused a lot of stuff from previous games, which I understand because it's saving them a lot of time and money yeah, to the, not have to then go redo all that development shit. Development, yeah. People, from, from what I was reading, people were mad that they, they like, reused a lot of the same animations and shit. Totally, yeah, It's like, yeah. well, if the combat and whatever is what made the game great, why would you complain about that? That doesn't make sense. Exactly. And how many ways can you fucking swing yeah how many different ways can you fucking (laughs) use melee weapons for sure yeah totally so they they introduced new types of weapons which is really cool um so uh before the only great weapons you could get were like a great sword 
Whereas now they've got like oversized everything. They've got great spears. They've got um, like uh, like great rapiers and shit. The great hammer. Yeah, well, the great hammers have been in there before too. Sorry, that yeah, the great hammers. They've got the big ass wooden clubs, which are always super funny, and um, and the great swords. But yeah, some of these new ones, uh, like the spears and some of that, like they're they're new. And so that brings a whole new set of um, animations and that kind of shit as well. But it's uh, so uh, again for people who are just getting into it, it's perfect. You guys are getting this super detailed, polished product. You guys have all these new mechanisms in place to help make things easier, um, particularly the multiplayer. Like they they really made the co-op aspect of it uh, much more uh, inviting. Like, you never run out of stuff to utilize the multiplayer, whereas in Dark Souls and Dark Souls 3 are ones that I've played with the multiplayer aspect. And it's uh, it's very finite. You, like, the resources to call in a multiplayer co-op is um, you have to kind of pick and choose. And you could only summon people in particular areas. Like, whereas with uh, Elden Ring, fuck, we're running the whole game on co-op. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you hit an area that's deemed too far, you just, like, sign out for a second from that person's world. You go through the little mist, and um, you both step over the line, and then you can resummon them, right? So it, it's it's very inviting that way, and it's actually it's brought a whole new experience to it. Because before, it wasn't so much a co-op experience. It was like a you get stuck on a boss, and you call in a friend kind of thing. Thing, right or a rando but um, the rest of it was left up to you whereas this one like you really can experience the entire game together which is super sick <laughs> all right so yeah i don't know man there, there's so much about this game i could talk about it's uh i've been enjoying it it's been good so for example for me that i'm uh i've never played a dark souls game uh, i've seen it I watch my brother do playthroughs, and I do see the difficulty behind it. Yeah. Uh, but we're old school gamers, so at the same time, I don't see it. Right. I mean, when you when you play like games like Final Fantasy, you play games like The Lion King for Super Nintendo, <laughs> you play Contra, you play like. And Final Dude, Fantasy, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, game. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was some hard stuff. <laughs> so it's kind of like I'm saying, okay, so and you see these articles right now because nowadays it's uh, it kind of reminded me of the whole debacle in the last year, last two years, where people complain that there should be an easy mode for games, <laughs> yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you, like, do you even call yourself a gamer if you're complaining about the difficulty and you're writing articles for a as a profession, yeah, that, this, this is your these job, and you want to put these it on are, easy mode. Yeah, these are people that play their eight hours, and they write their little review, and they'll probably never touch a game again. Like, it's video games. I mean, like everything these days is everything's blown up. You have such a wider range of people, and a much more casual market is the big thing, right? Back in those like Super Nintendo, Nintendo days, you didn't have a lot of just casual gamers. Like people were willing to play hard well, games. Yeah, it was because back in the day, a, fucking uh, buying a was system was a, buying a system yeah. was a, like a big deal, man. I mean, people yeah. people weren't throwing money around on dumb video games the way they do nowadays. Totally, and it was like these movements were inspired by people who were really pushing ideas forward like they were gamers who were making the games whereas nowadays like a lot of these big triple a studios I, I mean i bet you anything like uh, like a quarter of the people that work on some of these games want nothing to do with video games it's just that's the market that they can utilize their graph graphic design or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. right and it's there's a lot of money in it now so sure. things are made more for monetization they're made to be casual because that can then apply to a wider range of people whereas if you make shit really difficult like dark souls has been previously and i mean still but 
um, when you make it that difficult, you're really like narrowing the market, but it's very much made for a specific type of people. And I'm, I'm really glad to see that they've always kind of stuck with that and they've never buckled under that pressure that the studio has come up with for a long time. Like people were complaining about Dark Souls 3 and, uh, and all that kind of shit. And in response to that, they fucking came up with Sekiro, which is like the hardest goddamn game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> so it's this like, oh, yeah, yeah, we should have an easy mode. Okay, here's the hardest game we've ever made. Good luck. Easy mode. Fuck you, so you want, Yeah, easy mode. <laughs> you want it harder. Okay. Yeah, okay, we get it. Yeah. So, we've, uh, like, we've listened really to the community. To <laughs> mm. We're listening to the community and what they want and their needs. Oh, Dude, okay, it's sort of on topic. Um, one of the funniest things I saw today was a, uh, it was a meme that, or not a meme, but someone photoshopped um, Elden Ring to make it look like a Ubisoft game. Because I don't know if you guys have been following Elden Ring that much, but um, some different developers have been making comments uh, basically shitting Oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. They're all salty that their game sucks compared to this. Totally. So it was really funny to see a Ubisoft dev crack in on it because, I don't know, man, like Assassin's Creed games haven't been good in ages. All sorts of shit. So anyways, this person like made this uh, like a screenshot from Elden Ring and then added in all the extra shit because the Ubisoft dev was talking about how the UI really sucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like, oh, it's so counterintuitive. They don't tell you anything. And like, you know, all your info's not there. And and so they put the the Ubisoft version of Elden Ring, right? It's got the daily message on the side. <laughs> it's like a click triangle to use a tarnished sense and yeah, like yeah. all this bullshit. And you couldn't see anything yeah, it was because just, the, the screen was absolutely full. It's got the mini map yeah, in the was, corner that you stare at. You're not even looking at the screen. Overloaded with a bunch of map. shit. Like, yeah. Totally. And it's not hand-holding. And that's something that this game and, and the developers have always been about exploration and really not knowing what you're doing so when something finally works out you're like holy fuck that's awesome i finally figured this out right um and so i'm not not saying that there's not a market or a purpose for those games that are very hand-holding because obviously they need to appeal to you know people who need that but it was just really comical to see these uh devs who are obviously just super salty about the uh, success and going, well, they don't have this feature, this feature, that feature, yeah. or this feature, thinking that's a bad thing and that it was like lazy development. Yeah. It's like, no, this has literally been their fucking chemistry from the get-go. They don't want to clutter up their screens. Totally. What it's all f- about the what, exploration. What the fuck right? is... What are, yeah, I, that was one developer. Another developer from a different company. They, I, It was a developer from... Uh, uh, the, the New Horizon, Yeah, right? the New Horizon. And they're yeah. like, oh, well, the... The missions, the missions are stupid. They don't tell you where anything is. Uh, uh, essentially, uh, back to the handholding thing. They're like, how are players gonna know where to go? There's no waypoints or anything. <laughs> Dude, yeah, exactly. But they give you hints, like quest mapping. You, quest you, mapping you, was the phrase that this guy. Yeah, used. yeah, and people are butthurt that there's no quest log. But I remember back in the Skyrim days, being so overwhelmed. And like Fallout and stuff where you did have a quest log and it was like you felt like you were doing chores. Whereas with from software games, nothing feels like a chore because you don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> so you're kind of just like, oh, shit. Hey, there's that character again. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should talk to them. And and what they've said and, and I feel like they really nailed is everything that happens in the game feels so organic because of that. You know, like, uh, so, for example, uh, something that happens in all these quest games, like New Horizon and those kind of stuff, is you go, you talk to a person, they're like, oh, I have something happening in this village, we have to leave immediately. And then you go complete the game, right, you forget about the person, you come back to the village, and they're like, oh, shit, you came right away, let's get on this, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I forgot who you are. Bro, the I'm, the you le- I'm the leader of the free world now, bitch. You totally. And yet in um in from software games, there will be certain people that you run into, let's say you talk to, 
Um, and if they want you to do something and you don't do it quick enough, they just like go on with their lives <laughs> like they would in real life, dude. No one's waiting fucking four months for you to go help them with their bully that's coming to their house, you know? Like, I, I really respect that part of it. And um, sometimes you have to do multiple playthroughs to figure quests out. I was very fortunate with uh, my Dark Souls experience. I'd talk to my buddy, be like, whoa, what the fuck? I just ran into this guy. He's wearing onion armor. Like, I, I hit him in the back and he's like, you did what? And, you know, and, <laughs> and then he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, okay, now you need to go do this, this, and that to you know like get him not angry at you again and then he's like okay when you start seeing them places yada yada so i i had a bit of guidance right but um so it's uh yeah if you're going into it you're not reading anything you're not talking to people about it it's a lot and you're gonna miss a lot of stuff and that's cool i like the people miss things like my buddy was saying with dark souls one uh, he missed, there's usually um, like whole sections of a map that can be hidden behind like an illusionary door, right? And you can do like multiple playthroughs and totally miss these whole like sub areas of the maps. And then when you finally find it, you're like, no shit, really? Like it was all behind this tree that whole time? This was God here damn. the whole time, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 its own experience. And that's, you know, what most people will say is it's a different experience, but it's really funny to see these different devs um, from open world games, which I have found to be very uh, stale for a long time, really shitting on Elden Ring for being something different from, you know, the cookie cutter open world games. Usually when I hear a game is open world, I'm going, oh, they're being lazy. And I think the new Halo was that way too. I think nothing will ever beat true level design like thought out well planned level design i would take that over an open world any day of the week but games like elden ring they really nail both you have this open world to go explore and then they'll have their castles where they are sort of laid out level design um and it's just a it's a nice mesh it's it's really well done i'm looking at the twitch numbers right now for it there's 128,000 viewers on it right now. Jeez. It has, wow, Fortnite is at 30,000. So it's 100,000 more than that. <laughs> Decent. Although I'm sure Fortnite in its prime was uh, way up there. Yeah, but Fortnite was in decline a couple of years ago. Um, it's really but, falling out, which is I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the one that I play Apex has seventy three thousand. So I'm glad it's still hanging in there. Let's see what it was. Call of Duty, thirty six thousand. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's another one of those stale like just. That's just gaming nowadays, man. One person will do something new, and I bet you anything within the next like three, four years, we see a ton of Souls-like games coming out that are trying to rip off Elden Ring. Much like there's been quite a few games that tried to rip off Breath of the Wild with its success, too. Or like but, back, back in the day when GTA was hot, there were so many GTA clones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's it's what it is, but stuff like Call of Duty, it's been Call of Duty for so long. It's like, I'm surprised people keep buying games. <laughs> the, the thing with Call of Duty is that I, I don't think Call of Duty did anything new, though. That's what I mean, they yeah. Like, yeah. Call of Duty and all shooters have always been uh, choose your skin, right? Pretty do you much, like the yeah. war skin? Do you like the space skin? Do you like the Monte skin? Like, what, <laughs> what skin is the skin that it's going to catch your attention, right? Like, with every every mobile game is the same nowadays, right? Like, uh, away from keyboard games, AFK games, I'm sorry. Uh, even Apex itself, right? Apex is uh, Battle Royale, but I chose the skin because it was fast-paced or whatever. Uh, so, I, I, don't, I think there's nothing wrong with copying it when that, that is, should be the standard for a... For a um, for a field, right? Breath of the Wild, I think, is, is a good example that you brought up. 
And now almost every gacha game out there, every other open world game has at the very least a Breath of the Wild field, which is not bad, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's, it really isn't bad. Uh, but I don't think something like Dark Souls can be copied only because of that factor of difficulty. You don't want every game in that industry to have that difficulty level. You don't want every game to be fucking hard. Yeah, you don't. And, and I think that that's... I don't think Dark Souls is ever going to be... There's going to be attempts to copy it, but it's never going to get to the point of Breath of the Wild where Breath of the Wild is simple to follow, it's user-friendly, and... It is, it is the standard. I don't think... Totally. And that was like Assassin's Creed, the first one, when it released, yes. right? The whole, yes. like, climb the tower, open up the map, get a ton of notifications about where to go next. And, and you know, I mean, even Breath of the Wild has... They've got towers, right, that open mm -hmm. up parts of the map. Like, it's... Um, they're all... Yeah, it's kind of stepping stones, right? Someone does something progressive, and then shit kind of goes from there. But... Um, yeah. So I was actually, you know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I was uh, looking for one of the bosses that got my attention for Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you got into this guy. His name is uh, Lensux, ancient dragon Lensux, I think. It's a dragon that thunder dragon that summons like a sword made out of lightning and slashes you with Spoiler it. Spoiler alert! Oh, yeah. shut up! <laughs> I'm playing uh, and I haven't gotten to the. I, I was watching some gameplay because I wanted to see if I wanted to buy the game. The moment I saw that fucker come up, I'm like, oh, I really need to add it to the cart. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just know, I don't know what console to pull the trigger on, though. Right. I think uh, for Elden Ring, if you're like a PS4 and you're thinking about a PS5, they've got a free upgrade. Um. You know what's interesting is uh, my buddy Paul, he's playing on Xbox, and um, we've been comparing the uh, percentages of bosses finished, um, and I think Xbox is still sitting less than 50% for the first boss, for uh, the achievement unlocked, um, whereas with PlayStation, for the very first like main boss, and one of the cool things about Elden Ring 2 is uh, all of the bosses are pretty much skippable. Um, there are like shortcuts around a lot of the castles to get to the next uh, regions. But anyways, the first major boss, uh, Margit the Fallen, I think. Um, uh, yeah, under 50% for Xbox. Uh, it's, I think, like 68% for PlayStation. Um, and then PlayStation for the second boss, uh, Godric, um, I think is like 53 or 54%. And this was a few days ago that I checked. Uh, so it's interesting to see. Uh, and I mean, the PlayStation's going to have a lot more of that, I mean, Japanese market too, right? Uh, where maybe they take their gaming a little bit more seriously, whereas Xbox is definitely more of a Western market. So it was, it, it's been fun to kind of compare those numbers between the two of a uh, percentage completed. Um, so... I don't know if that makes a difference into what system you'd get it for, but uh, just something I found kind of interesting between the systems. Is, does it even have crossplay? I'm not sure. It has cross. Oh no. Um, okay, so not crossplay, but so PS4 and PS5 can play together. Yeah. Uh, and I, Xbox One and Xbox Series X and stuff can play together, but Xbox and PlayStation cannot play together. Oh. So I, I can't remember what the term is for so, that. So yeah, it, uh, cross generation. It, it, it's not cross-platform, but it is yeah, cross-generation. Well, can you, you can play. I think you can play PlayStation and PC, and Xbox and PC, but you can't play Xbox and PS PlayStation, right? Interesting. Yeah. Let me. Let me. Let me we have the internet, brace. Yeah, because I, I started playing DC because of these guys and. Apparently, they didn't pick up that I was playing on Xbox. And when we tried playing together, they're like, we can't find you. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, we've been playing on PlayStation. It's been going well. Um, and I honestly, like, uh, like Desi's not the kind of guy to, um, <laughs> to muscle through one of these games by himself. So the fact that you can co-op pretty much everything, it, it makes a world of difference. Like... 
having two people versus like one of the major bosses, just having that little bit of time where the boss is like got its attention on the other person to get your heels in and stuff is like it, it's makes it so much fucking easier. Um, and it's still yeah. difficult, but uh, these games, something that they've always done really well um, is the punishing factor of them. Uh, they like the AI is really good or like the their attacks are set up in ways so that when you do feel like you have a chance to heal, you don't. You think you do and you'll start healing and they'll fucking smack you, right? And you get caught in these like heal smack, heal smack kind of um, rituals. And next thing you know, like you started with eight heals and you just wasted four basically healing and then getting hit immediately and having to heal again and getting hit immediately. And, and so having someone else to like go hit the boss and get his attention so you can heal, like even that in itself makes the game quite a bit easier. Yeah. 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 That's uh that's oh what dual seppuku. Uh, but it's fun bullying people with multiple people like the, <laughs> Uh, especially if you get, you know, like uh, any of these kind of games, you get people rocking different classes, and it's a, uh, it's a good time. I've got the big bully sword. It's just, it's a fucking iconic. Uh, they call it a colossal sword in this one, and it's massive. Like I'll be crouching in a bush, and this sword is like six feet above the bush still. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's the bully club. It's. Um, uh, and it's fun because I would never play with that sword by myself. Like it's very much a co-op sword for me because I, I can just kind of come in and swing it a whole bunch a few times and smack some people around. But if all of these enemies had their attention on me, like it's such a slow weapon that I could never utilize it yeah, properly. You could never right. Get the so, um, yeah, exactly. I, I would just get, I would just get uh, punished. So yeah, so it doesn't. Uh, it support, allows you to be a little more relaxed. It doesn't support crossplay between platforms. It's a cross-gen, like Carlton said. You can play uh, any generation of PS with each other, and the same for Xbox. And PC players are on their own. Or I'm pretty sure you can cross-platform PC and Xbox, but. Yeah, probably PC and Xbox makes sense. Interesting. Nice. I'm gonna have to play it on the PlayStation. You're gonna have to buy a PlayStation. Who says I don't have one? You don't have one, or you do? Who says I don't have one? Well, I mean, we've been playing on PlayStation for years. You never want to join. Yeah, cause I don't want to have to fucking unbox it. <laughs> collector's item, okay? <laughs> Hey, you could probably flip that shit on eBay right now. Nah, man, I, ha I have access to one. Oh. All I have to do is take it out. <laughs> but my ex I look, my my, my uh, current system setup only has PlayStation for one console, and it's the Xbox, baby. Mm. I don't know, man. I could never switch to to PlayStation. I tried. It's for me. It's the remote. It's too small. You can, uh, I mean, any of these systems now, you can get, um, when I first started PlayStation, I had to do that too, because I, I was always an Xbox guy, and I love the controllers. Um, the PlayStation controllers have grown on me now, but um, I had, uh, oh, I can't yeah. remember the brand, but basically it's a USB stick, stick in, and you can uh, then sync an Xbox controller to it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Probably by, maybe for my next console, which... Sometime in the next four years, uh, I don't know, man. I I tried switching because I I started off with the PlayStation, right? It's the whole thing. Then it's PlayStation Two. Then from PS Two, I switched to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. That was never, the best never, console, I think. Yeah, that and I never looked back. Era of gaming, man. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty days. Mm -hmm. It was and it was something something uh something a simple a simple feature. That the PlayStation lacked. That the never music made thing? me want to go back. Yes, the music thing. Yeah, yeah they used to have that. I, I don't know why I they took it off. That. that was I, dope. Just connecting my MP3, iPod, whatever. Playing Halo to Pantera, Metallica, whatever you wanted, right? Yeah. And then 
when I uh, I lent out my Xbox, swapped it out for a PlayStation Three too, because console wars back then. So we, <laughs> we gave each other a chance to a friend. The moment I connected my my uh, my iPod back then and it couldn't play my music from an iPod, no. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, because I had personal music on my PlayStation Three. Yeah, I found that discouraging, man. I'm like, and it's a driving game. I was playing Paradise, uh, Burnout. A burnout, then. Paradise, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and I couldn't play my own music. Hell and I was yeah, like, dude. I, I disconnected it and I literally told him, like, nah, dude, here you go. He can have it. Like, uh, I mean, nowadays everyone's got a Bluetooth speaker, so it's yeah. a, a little less um, of a thing. But I do remember that, like, uh, you know, going to buddies' houses and playing... Uh, like PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 and being like, oh, what the fuck? Like, we can't rock out while we're playing right now? Like, what do you mean? I had a whole library of music on my 360. I already took my cock shit was the bomb. Something as simple as that made me lose my loyalty towards Sony. And then after that, it was just, I got hooked on Halo and I got hooked on Gears of War. Yeah, those were solid. Call of Duty was meh for me. It has always been as Call of it Duty was... has always been mid for me. It it's has never been yeah, but, but it has never been a a game that you want to play alone. Yeah, totally. Uh, we used to do the uh, the we'd go to a buddy's house. We had four people on one console, and then we'd hook the consoles up, and they'd be have oh, another yeah. TV going in the other room. So you got like eight guys in the house playing. That shit was fun, but oh, yeah. I'm with you. it's not a game I'd want to play by myself for sure. Land Whereas parties were like to play solo, no problem. That was awesome. Good old land parties, but uh, yeah, Elden Ring. No, so I, the game does look good, and I actually do want to pull the trigger on it. Uh, as my first uh, Dark Souls game, right? And keep on seeing those bosses, like the Hydra that I saw last time. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm just like. Well, okay, it has repeat value, so I, I don't feel like I'm just gonna waste what sixty, seventy bucks, whatever it's worth. No, it's it's yeah. totally it's totally worth a buy. Well, and one of the things I always look at with games is I go, you know, how how many dollars per hour was this game? Yeah, exactly. Right. If I played, if I bought an eighty dollar game and I put twenty hours into it, well, whatever. But if I bought an eighty dollar game, like I bought Elden Ring for PlayStation and for PC, I pre-ordered both. I just wanted to be supportive, and um, I'm already over the money I paid for it on PlayStation. Nice, right? So for me now, it's less than a dollar an hour that I've been playing this game. That's fucking. That's cheap. That's super cheap. The last game that I bought and I was so disappointed in, and probably Desi and if Poppy were here, they would destroy me. Was mm-hmm. Destiny? Nah. <laughs> I was so disappointed in that. I'm like, really? This? Well, my, yeah. my sixty bucks for Fuck my this. PlayStation. When I had a PS3 and the, they announced a the PS4, I usually like to wait a year or two for them to iron out all the fucking bugs and bullshit that's wrong with the new console when they launch. And uh, when they announced Destiny, I was like, oh, fuck, this game looks fucking sick. They released the Glacier White edition of the PS4 as a Destiny bundle. So not only did I pre-order Destiny, but with that pre-order, I ordered, at the time, it was a limited edition white PS4. So not only did Destiny's hype get me to get a new console... Uh, it also made me get a bundle console, right? Like, usually they sell, like, oh, fucking... Yeah. The... Halo had a cool one for it. Dude, uh, Xbox had so many different bundles. Like, yeah, PlayStation yeah. was sleeping on that fucking market. It was uh, Halo Reach was amazing. The one that came in... You know, I only bought one console like that ever. And it was the last console that I bought like that ever because the game also disappointed me. And it was Halo Reach. I hated that game so much. I, uh, yeah, I wasn't huge on it. Um, the last Halo that I, uh, really put time into, I, I think I stopped at Halo 4. It yeah. was once they, once Bungie lost it, I was kind of like, eh, 
Halo 4 was pretty meh. And then um, I ended up playing Halo 5 for Xbox One. And it, it was fun, but I don't even think I beat it. And like I played the first three fucking religiously. But I was also a, like a elementary in high school when I played those. So it's, you know, you got the time and the focus to play them that yeah. much. But. Yeah, 343 fucked that up. Yeah, they did. And then, yeah, Destiny was never all that good. The, sh- the mechanics were really nice. Dude, Destiny, they just Destiny is a, gr- a great game, dude. The movement feels good. The shooting feels good. I just... I got completely fucked with my luck on yeah. the rolls. <laughs> and... Um, as you always do. The story was pretty generic. I could give a fuck. I'm not knocking it on points for not having a story oh, for three, four years. It was years. so bad. The story was so brutal. Like, I only played Destiny 2, and, like, man, it felt like it was made for, like, a fucking six-year-old. Like, it was just ridiculous. So, fucking, I was, I was all aboard the hype train. And then, I mean, I played the first game for two, three years, and they announced the second one, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to pre-order it. It's going to be better than this one, I guarantee it, or whatever. And I got even fucking more fucked in that game on the second time around. And then they introduced, like, the extra currency to where you could spend real money and shit in the game. And I started doing that, and I still wasn't getting anything, so I was like, man, fuck this fucking game. Fuck Destiny and fuck Bungie. Fuck you up, your stupid ass. And I yeah. never, I've never looked back. Nice. Man, I'm watching this uh video you just sent with the uh with the blood art on the swords on the katanas. Yeah. That looks so sick. Uh, it's a crazy looking dragon. So you haven't phased that one yet then? No, I haven't. I'm okay. just getting to that region right now. This guy's way over leveled for this fucking dragon, though. He's <laughs> yeah, that's like. Noticed... It's... Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, I kind of noticed on that. That was like, because the first time that I saw it, it was like another battle. Battle was a little bit long, and this guy just comes in here and like two shots him almost, and I'm like, okay, like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, and so this guy put his builds and stats underneath, and he says maybe level 140 to 150, which is way up there. Um, so for end game, uh, they recommend I think like level 120, um, and this is definitely not end game stuff. So I-, I would say most people when they finally get to this dragon are probably like level 70. So, I mean, he's like twice, you know, twice as upgraded. As is there a level cap? Um, I'm not sure if there is. I believe there is, but it's so far up there. Um, and and so, yeah, it, it is like you see these videos of people like one hitting bosses and stuff. But, I mean, you've got to grind like crazy for that. But fortunately, in this game, I mean, if you are stuck on a boss, like, and like you really do want to beat the boss, at the end of the day, if you really needed to, you can grind it out. And actually, saying that, I remember seeing an article the other day that um, someone upgraded to level 93 in the fucking like intro region uh, to beat the first boss. Which is fucking wild. Like, most people beat the intro boss between like. 20, somewhere between 20 and 40. He is quite difficult, so there's been a, like a wide range of uh, what people take him on at. Um, but yeah, level 93 for the first boss, like you could almost beat the entire game at level 93. It's pretty wild. So, so you can have an easy mode if you have the time. <laughs> yeah, for real. Pretty much. Getting OP is easy mode. Yeah, exactly. And then going back to the beginner island. Yeah. Hey, man, that happens at times, man. Like, when you play your first couple of RPGs. Oh, for like sure. I, I was playing, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Final Fantasy VIII was my first solo um, RPG. And I got lost. <laughs> um, so then I kept on playing hours and hours. I just kept on grinding monsters, killing everything around the region. 
uh, eventually a friend that had gone through the game before I did tells me like, how, where are you at? And I told him, this is where I'm at. And he tells me like, you've been there for how long? I told him he goes and he finds out I max, I, I max my character on, <laughs> on like this one of final fantasy game. Damn. Every other character was about 40 levels below because they didn't have the whole experience share back then. Right. But but Squall was at level ninety nine. Everybody else was like a level, of, I want to say fifty something. He's like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, like yeah, man, this is this is all I have. And then he's like, <laughs> dope, he, yeah." And I, after that point, the game was super easy to play. Uh, after yeah. I found the one exit that was hidden behind a box. Um, yeah. So- Classic man. That's um that's the old days before YouTube and shit. You actually had to either figure it out or have an older brother that knew what he was doing, or you had to go like force your parents to buy you the the magazines. Twenty five dollars for a magazine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that was um that was Zelda for me back in the day. I got stuck on Water Temple as a kid and never made it past it. That fucking temple is everybody. I swear to God, because. Even up until now, I still don't remember what I have to do. That I have to do it like three times, and I have to bring down the water level again. <laughs> yeah, and then just finding the room to get to it. And yeah, I, I played. Um, when did I play that? Uh, I replayed pretty much the whole Zelda series leading up to Breath of the Wild. And um, I mean, it was a lot more straightforward now for uh, Water Temple, but it was still like you know. Uh, at the peak of my mental capacity at like 25 or 26, I was feeling pretty good. And it still fucking took me for a bit of a whirl. Backtrack. Is, there was a lot of backtracking. Yeah, some of the side quests also were pretty good. Like getting that uh, the bigger end sword that doesn't break. You yeah. have to go to the carpenter, go get this, go find the ghost, go find the guy that's running. It's kind of like, damn it, but double the damage with every swing. Who the fuck doesn't want that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a that was another good series. Those are good games. Well, Damn, this is quiet. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to not shit myself, but uh, <laughs> your your boy has to use the little boys' room, and uh, it's kind of becoming a problem. So let's take a quick commercial break there. And we'll come back after a little bit of Rich and Rare. When you're striving to be one of the best in the industry, you've got to take steps. Steps to ensure that you're different from the rest. With recipes passed down from generation to generation, it isn't about making a product that'll sell. No, it's more than that. It's about heritage. It's about pride. So we're introducing to you people now a recipe so strong it'll knock you dead. Reintroducing Dead Pappy's Moonshine. With the blood, sweat, and tears, determination, and integrity, for our blue collared brethren, we bring you Dead Pappy's Moonshine. Dead Pappy's Moonshine, LLC. They're not responsible for any blindness, deafness, soreness of mouth, rashes, or any unknown side effects due to drinking Dead Pappy's Moonshine. Shout out again to Dead Pappy's Moonshine for getting us nice and proper fucked up. I like to get fucked up too. But yeah, during during the break, Garbage was telling me about a little trailer that popped up on the old interwebs. So let let's 
take a quick little gander at this son bitch. <clears throat> and the trailer that he wants me to watch is the trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's going to be on Disney Plus. You you got yours queued up at 0? Hell yeah. All right. Let's let's watch it in 3 2 1 play. Now I'm not going to have any of this music or dialogue so that I don't get fucking fucked from Disney. This is pretty hype. It is, man. It uh, the thing is about Duel of the Fates might not be part of the the original score, but it's epic, man. Oh yeah. Man, this, this thing is just hype on a whole level, man. For fucking sure. <clears throat> now, I'm not a fan of Star Wars, but there's some shit about it that's pretty fucking, pretty fucking cool. I'm not a complete hater. Like, that looks pretty fucking good. But Yeah, like, seeing lightsabers again... It's always nice, <laughs> and I and I get it. Like, like uh, Mandalorian has its dark saber and whatnot, man. But a lightsaber, lightsaber, man. Like, that's hype. The good side, lightsaber. Nah, just seeing a Sith lightsaber, man. It's 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 always awesome. I like it, man. The the thing is that like I'm I like the series. I'll watch it. Like I'll like once a year. I'll sit down and watch all six episodes or all nine episodes now, you know? Jesus. I mean, maybe not all nine. <laughs> now that is a little bit too much. But I'll watch the three episodes back to back. Then I'll watch three episodes back to back. And then watch three more later on back to back. I so mean, you, sat, you sat through the entire Snyder Cut, so. Whoa, whoa. That's like the, the, watching the movies twice, you know? This, 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 ain't, <laughs> this ain't no different i guess right uh, it's it's fun man like i i think the series has always been fun it's outside of you know the the purest of every fucking series running it running it yeah that was like all oh, like episodes seven eight nine let's start a petition to get them removed like get the fuck out like yeah uh uh it, it's not my shit some of the stuff is cool, but a lot of this shit is also fucking stupid. Uh, I can get behind some of the shit, but some of the shit is just... Like, where's the pod racing, man? I like the pod racing. <laughs> said, you, said... You didn't You didn't see Mando, right? No, no, no. Did you see a uh, book? Uh, 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 Richard... Well, apparently my equipment sucks ass. So, we're going to have to go ahead and cut it uh, 
mid this conversation. Uh, but yeah, uh, shout out to Carlton. He left during the intermission. And uh, shout out to Garbage Fire. Uh, you're a- officially a part of the order. Hell yeah. Part- this is. Whoop. You're part of the High Council. I don't like men no more. And uh, as long as I get a cut of you know the charola of donations, I'm okay, man. <laughs> With that being said, shout out to Papi wherever he is. Uh, shout out to Art, and uh, hopefully everybody's safe and in good health. As always, I'm your boy Desecrator. This was hanging heavy. <laughs>